Managing your law practice can be challenging. Marketing, time management, attracting clients, and all the things besides the cases that you need to do that aren't billable. Welcome to this edition of the Unbillable Hour, the Law Practice Advisory Podcast. This is where you'll get the information you need from expert guests and host Christopher Anderson, here on Legal Talk Network. Welcome to the Unbillable Hour, the Law Practice Advisory Podcast, helping attorneys improve their practices. We're glad you can listen today on the Legal Talk Network. I'm your host, Christopher Anderson. I'm an attorney with a singular passion for helping other lawyers be more successful with their law firms. I work directly with lawyers across the country to help them achieve success in their law firm business. I have built and managed law firms in Georgia and New York, created innovative software for lawyers at LexisNexis, as well as served as a prosecutor in New York City. As an attorney, I believe you should have a law firm that works for you. In this program, I have a chance to speak to you, as I do in presentations across the country, about what it takes to build and operate your law firm like the business that it is. I have a chance to introduce to you a new guest each month to talk about how to make that business work for you instead of the other way around. Today's episode of the Unbillable Hour is How to Fix Your Follow-Up, Improve Your Intake, and Increase Your Lead Conversion. And my guest today is Stephen Fairley. Stephen Fairley is the founder and CEO of the Rainmaker Institute. It's the nation's largest law firm marketing company specializing in marketing and lead conversion for small to medium law firms. He has developed the Rainmaker Marketing System, which has helped more than 10,000 attorneys nationwide who have leveraged his system in, including, uh, in building their business. Stephen has twice been an international best-selling author and is academically trained as a clinical psychologist. Prior to focusing on the legal marketplace, Stephen ran two successful small businesses. And over the past 14 years, he has become a nationally recognized legal marketing expert and been named America's top marketing coach. He has spoken numerous times for over 35 of the nation's largest and local state and local bar associations. And he's got a large virtual footprint with uh, his highly successful Rainmaker legal marketing blog and over 150,000 followers, including Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. Stephen has appeared in Inc. and Entrepreneur Magazines. He's authored 12 books, taken 15 cruises, and traveled to 35 countries. He resides in Phoenix with his wife of 19 years. So now that you know about Stephen, let's welcome him to the show, which again is how to fix your follow-up, improve your intake, and increase your lead conversion. Stephen Fairley, welcome to the Unbillable Hour. Well, thank you so much, Chris. I truly appreciate the opportunity. It's a real privilege to speak with you and to the, your, your audience. You know, we're going to talk about a very, very important topic today on how to improve your intake and your lead conversion rate. And I'm very excited about it. Great. Yeah, I'm excited about it too, because this is an area, you know, I, I, as I mentioned, I work with lawyers every day, every week, and this is just seems to be a consistent pain point for them. So I think this show is going to be really exciting uh, for them to hear and, and, and follow some of the advice and get to know more about the, the programs that you do offer. So let's start here. Uh, I mean, over the last several years, you've become a nationally recognized thought leader in this area of intake and lead conversion. Uh, you speak about it. I've seen you speak about it um, at various places in the country. Before we get started, let's just make sure we define so our audience is really clear on what we mean when we say intake and what we mean by lead conversion in this context. 
Great question. Let's make sure that everybody's on the same page. Uh, for purposes of this discussion, intake is anything to do with the process, the system uh, that includes from the time that someone initially contacts your website or contacts your law firm all the way through the process of signing up to be a paying client or a retained client. So it includes people, software, systems, everything to do with how you answer the phone, what you say on the phone, how you treat them at the initial consultation, how you set the appointment, where you set the appointment, every piece of that uh, has to do with intake. Lead conversion is the process that we use to describe that of turning prospects into paying clients or turning contacts into contracts. How, what's the system and what's the flow and the process that people use to be able to uh, convert a lead into a paying client? So the lead conversion, where, like, where does that start? Where, where, where's, where's the intake end and lead conversion start? Yeah, it, it, intake is a subcomponent of lead conversion. Okay. Uh, lead conversion starts with what you talk about with people on your website. Uh, I've visited a lot of websites, as I'm sure you have in the legal industry, and you find, you know, you find a website that talks about here are five practice areas. But if you talk to the attorney, 80% of their revenues comes from one practice area. Well, why are you emphasizing the other four on equal footing as you know, the one primary practice area that accounts for 80% of your revenues? Uh, it includes you know, that whole process of intake, and, and uh, I would look at intake as being kind of a subcomponent of lead conversion as a whole. Okay, that makes more sense. So, you've you've chosen to, and you're, you you spend a good part of your energy and time focusing on these two areas of market of of law firm market acquisition. Why do you feel like intake and lead conversion are so important? Yeah, there's a couple different reasons. Uh, number one is uh, it's the fastest way to grow your revenues. Chris, there are basically three ways that you could double your revenues in the next 12 months. Now, if you could go to a, an attorney, uh, and I know you work with a lot of attorneys just like I do, and say, I've got a proven way that you can double your revenues in the next 12 months guaranteed, how many of them do you think would be interested in that? Less than I hope sometimes, but um, obviously if it's absolutely guaranteed, a lot of them will be. Yeah, a lot of them will. Well, there are three ways that you could double your revenues in the next 12 months. Number one is double your fees. Nothing else, don't change anything else, but just double the amount of money that you're charging people. Here's the problem with that. Number one, if it was that easy, they would have already done it. Number two is that there's a ceiling, a cap, if you will, on how much you can charge. For example, uh, and, and lots of times the marketplace dictates that. A personal injury attorney that's charging 33% can't all of a sudden go to, and say, we're going to charge 66%. Uh, a litigation attorney that's charging $300 an hour can't just say, tomorrow I'm starting to charge $600 an hour. It just doesn't work. But theoretically, you could double your revenues in the next 12 months by doubling your 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 uh, cost, uh, how much you, you, know, you charge for your services, and, sure. and keep everything else the same. But there's problems with that. Number two is double the number of leads that you get. So if you are getting 100 leads a month uh, and you want to double your, you know, your uh, revenues in the next 12 months, well, then find a way to double that to 200 leads. Well, again, the cost is prohibitive. It's, it's expensive, and we'll talk about that more in a moment. Uh, and if it was that easy, they would have already done it. Number three, and here's what we're going to talk about today, is double your conversion rate. How can I do that? I'm already doing a good job. Well, actually, 
Uh, it, we have we have secret shopped uh, over a thousand law firms across the country, and 95% of them could easily double their revenues if they implemented the systems and the strategies and the tips that we're going to talk about on today's call. Okay, so by keeping the leads the same, charging the same, but actually doubling the percentage of people that go from lead to client. That's correct. They have no idea what they're missing. They, it's completely overlooked. Nobody even talks about this stuff, much less actually has a systematic approach with over 65 proven strategies that you can implement to help you double your lead conversion. The, the other reason why I think it's so important is that lead generation is expensive. It costs a lot of money to generate leads, and every single year it gets more and more expensive because there's more competitors out there. There's more people vying for your business. There are competitors who move into the marketplace and underprice you because and, and they can afford to do business for less than you can because they have less overhead or they're brand new from law school or whatever it is. And generating leads is really expensive. Yet, in my experience, um, 80 to 90% of a law firm's time, energy, and money goes into marketing and business development. And they don't even pay attention to lead conversion, much less client retention, which is the process of actually getting repeat referrals and repeat business from those former clients. Right. And, and, and if you follow the logic of what you're saying, what lawyers and law firms are doing right now is spending whatever they're spending, if it's a lot, if it's a little, on the leads and actually leaving that money laying there on the table because their lead conversions aren't what they could be. That's correct. That's exactly correct. All right. So one of the things that strikes me in saying that is that a lot of the attorneys I talk to believe that they are good or even great at intake and lead conversion, but you, in studying them, don't believe this is true. I mean, I often hear people say they've got 80% conversion rates, but why, why do you believe this isn't true in small and medium-sized law firms? Because they're measuring the wrong number. Mm -hmm. They're creating a myth a fallacy, if you will, and they're measuring the wrong number. In fact, there's a group of attorneys out there that uh, in the personal injury space that, you know, they kind of follow this methodology that we get somewhere between 85 and 92% conversion rate. Right. And I say, well, how do you define that? Right. And they'll say, well, uh, we get, you know, we sign up 92% of every prospect that we get on the phone that qualifies, that shows up to our office for an appointment uh, where we want their case. Right. I right, mean, there right. are so many caveats being an attorney, Chris, there's so many caveats in that definition. You could drive a truck through them. Exactly. And that, yeah, and that's not talking to how many they paid to get prior to that. Well, it's not just that, but they don't understand that when, when I ask them, are you good or really good at lead conversion, most attorneys will actually raise their hand because when they hear me say, are you good at lead conversion, what they hear is if I'm sitting across the table or even kneecap to kneecap with a highly qualified prospect that has all the money to pay for my services and, and needs the exact same thing that I can help them with, I can close them. To which I would say, Chris, I hope to God you can. Because if you can't close that person, then we really need to reconsider having someone else do your initial consultations for you. Exactly. That's an order taker, not a rainmaker. And I'm not in the business of creating order takers. I'm in the business of creating rainmakers. And, and in my experience, that's the definition that, that I'm hearing people talk about when they talk about these high conversion rates, too. So I think you're spot on. 
Yeah, it, it's like someone's driving up to the drive through window at their fast food restaurant and they're taking their order. Well, I'm sorry, but any idiot can do that. <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm at McDonald's. About, my conversion rate's near 100% for people that drive up to the window and have money. Yes, that's exactly right. So why are you only getting 92%? <laughs> <laughs> what they don't understand, Chris, is that that is only the fourth stage of conversion, and there are five stages of lead conversion. All right. Shall we walk through them? Absolutely. Here are the five stages of lead conversion, and if you're listening to this, you should be taking notes on this stuff, because the stuff that we're, that we're going to teach you during this, um, uh, this interview could rapidly and radically transform your intake and your lead conversion. Here are the five stages. Number one. How many leads come into the top of the funnel? And we'll talk about that in just a minute. How many, number two is how many of those leads turn into appointments? Number three is how many of those appointments actually show up? Number four is how many of them sign up at the initial consultation, not I want to go home and think about it, not I have to ask my spouse or significant other or my boss, but sign up there at the initial consultation. And number five is how many of them sign up later on down the road? So let's kind of walk through these rel relatively quick. Uh, how many leads come into the top of the funnel? Most law firms, and when I say most, we're, we're not talking like, you know, 49%. I'm talking more like 90, 95% do not track how many leads they get. They have no idea, truly, how many leads they're getting. And most law firms are getting more leads than they actually think. All they do is they track consultations. Well, I had 10 consultations this month. That's not a lead. A lead has three definitions. There are three parts to the definition of a lead. Number one is, is um, someone you've never done business with before. So if they've done business with you three months or three years ago, that's not a lead. That's a repeat client. Number two, they express an interest in your services. So all you do is personal injury and a person walks in and says, uh, you know, I was in a car accident. Can you help me? Is that a lead? Yes. But if a person walks in and says, I need a divorce, is that a lead? No. It could be a referral to another divorce attorney, but since you only practice personal injury, it's not counted as a lead. Number three is everyone. And I do mean every single person that contacts your law firm, and I don't care how they come in, whether it's by phone, by referral, by walk-in, by seeing you at a seminar, by live chat. I don't care how they come in. They need to be tracked. Right. And then how many of those leads actually turn into appointments? And most law firms lose somewhere around 50% of their leads from stage one to stage two. They drop 50% right off the top. And they have no idea how many leads they're truly getting because they're not tracking. That makes that makes sense yeah, because I I mean I know that if you ask them these questions about about what those numbers are yeah most law firms just would have no idea that's why they think they're getting an eighty to ninety percent conversion rate because they're measuring how many cases walk in my door that I have an initial consultation with that I determine by some unwritten uh, shoot from the hip uh, criteria with that I want their case uh, how many of them can I actually convert into a paying client yeah. completely bogus yeah exactly. So tracking every step of the way from lead down through each of those five uh, stages of lead conversion would be essential, um, is what I'm hearing yeah. from you. It, what are the like, most common mistakes you're seeing law firms make in not handling their leads correctly? Uh, number one is taking way too long to follow up with. Uh, I, I meet law firms all the time. They say, well, we follow up with every lead. Really? Because we've secret shopped over a thousand law firms, and I gotta—I guarantee you that the overwhelming majority, 80, 90 percent of them, never follow up with leads. And the ones that do, they'll call them once. I know exactly what you know. The, the attorneys that are listening to this right now, I can predict. I can tell you what your follow-up protocol is. If a lead comes in, you call them back 
when it's convenient for you, mm-hmm. one time. That's mm-hmm. it. And, and I, I met a lot from the other week. And they said, well, we follow up with every single lead in uh, 24 hours or less. And I said, and you think that's good enough? Because you think that person is going to wait 24 hours before they pick up the phone and dial the next attorney. Right. There was a study that was done by a company called Velocify, and they, they studied over three and a half million leads from 400 companies, not just law firms, but 400 companies mm-hmm. all across the United States, okay? Because law firms aren't the only companies that generate leads. Three and a half million leads. They, they were asking the question, how long does it take from a lead, for a lead to go from hot to cold? How does it affect your conversion rate when compared to what your follow-up is? You know what they found? It takes the average lead less than five minutes to go from hot to cold, meaning that if you have a lead that comes in and you're not on the phone with them, let's say they come in via email or by live chat or they leave a voicemail overnight or whatever it is, they fill out a form on your website, you have literally five minutes or less to follow up with that lead And when you change, when you say, I don't have time to follow up in five minutes, or I don't have a system to follow up in five minutes, when you move that needle from five to 10 minutes, your conversion rate drops by 400%. That's astounding. So imagine what your conversion rate is after waiting 24 hours. Or conversely, and for the people on this call, since like basically nobody listening to this podcast, this radio broadcast right now gets calls returned in five minutes. Imagine what your conversion rate could go to if you did. One of the things that we do is we actually help law firms implement people's software and systems that allows them to follow up with every single lead in five minutes or less. When we implement that, we typically see anywhere from um, a 50% to a 300% increase in their conversion rate. That's remarkable. Stephen, we're going to take a break here when we come back. We're going to talk about what systems can be implemented in in a law firm, who should be answering the phone, uh, the point of the intake call, and stuff regarding those those logistical and tactical uh, decisions that law firms can make to really make a difference. We'll come back right after this break. You can advertise with us at Legal Talk Network and have your own commercial play in this podcast. Just send us an email at advertising at legaltalknetwork.com. We're glad you're listening to Legal Talk Network. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn, too. All right, we're back with uh, Stephen Fairley talking about how to fix your follow-up, improve your intake, and increase your lead conversion. Stephen, when we uh, left for the break, we were talking about uh, how law firms could dramatically, you were talking about 200 300%, improve their conversion rates uh, by simply uh, getting leads, calls, or whatever, however they contacted the firm, by getting a return contact to them within five minutes and that you had systems to implement. And I was going to ask you, I mean, what? Uh, first of all, because this is a question that comes up, who's doing this? Because a lot of lawyers' objection is going to be, you know, I'm busy. I can't return a call in five minutes. <laughs> That's so true. And, and here's the key. This is a really, really big key to being successful at lead conversion. You ready for it? Ready. Never, ever, ever, ever make an attorney responsible for following up. Works for me. I mean, <laughs> explain why. Never. They won't do it. 
I don't care if they own the law firm. They still won't do it. They'll always have an excuse or a reason or a justification. Uh, I've got to work on this deposition. Uh, I've got to uh, prepare for trial. I've got to uh, meet a client for uh, a meeting. I've got to go to lunch. I've got to do this. I've got to, they will come up with a hundred different reasons and they will never, ever do it. And never make a paralegal responsible for following up because they're not any better at it. And they'll come back to you and they'll say, well, boss, what do you want me to do? Do you want me to work on Mrs. Smith's file because she's called in three times since uh, Tuesday uh, and she's really upset? Or would you like me to return these phone calls? Yeah. Of course, the answer is yes. <laughs> I want you right. to do both. Right. And they just do it. So never have an attorney responsible for answering the phone or for following up. Never make a, a paralegal do it because they're not any better. The best person to do this is an intake specialist. You and I, Chris, know him as a salesperson. You're mm -hmm. like a salesperson in the law firm. I mean, that's like anathema. You just don't do that, right? Because a lot of attorneys think that sales is like a dirty four-letter word. It's not a cuss word. Sales is simply the gentle art of persuading someone to do business with you. That's it, right? And you need someone answering the phone who is a salesperson and thinks like a salesperson because guess what? Whether you like it or not, they're selling you. They're right. selling your law firm, the quality of your services, the, how you help people, how much you care about this person, how uh, you treat them so well, and you go above and beyond the call of duty. And it's not just about the billable hour, you know, it's, it's more important. It's about the relationship and, and they're selling you and your services in your law firm. And you need someone who's persuasive on that phone and who feels very comfortable doing that and can think about that whole process. So for a lot of lawyers who would be scared by this, particularly in the solo or really small law firms going like, hold on, you're, you're saying that I have to add this whole new person. And from what I know about sales guys, they're not cheap to my staff in order, in order to do this. Is that what you're telling me? Well, yes and no. So <laughs> what I'm, here's what I would recommend. I would recommend if you're getting less than 30 leads a month, that you hire someone and train them or, or that you, you train someone who is internal, who's already on your team that could do this, as long as they're not a billable person, meaning an attorney or a paralegal, okay? And someone that has done sales, preferably over the phone, someone who feels comfortable asking for the business or setting the appointment. You don't want an introvert on this, no offense. Okay? But you need someone who's going to be extroverted, who's not afraid to pick up the phone and call this person. Um, if you're getting less than 30 leads a month, I would recommend that you train someone that you already have on staff, as long as there's someone who's coachable and trainable. Once you start getting over 30 leads a month, you need to have a dedicated intake person. Now, honestly, these people are not high-level salespeople. They are salespeople and appointment setters. That's what they are. So in most places... Uh, unless you're in a major metro area, New York, L.A., Chicago, uh, you can probably get find someone who's at about ten to fifteen dollars an hour, and then you also pay them a performance bonus to set appointments for you and make sure that that appointment shows up. And that performance bonus is generally ten, fifteen, maybe as high as twenty dollars per appointment, depending on what your practice area is. All right, and, and you said something critical because it's not just setting the appointment, but actually doing something along the way between the setting of it and the appointment time to make sure they show up. That's correct. Yeah. If, if you don't, uh, if you don't have a system in place to get your no show rate up, 
uh, so that or get your no-show rate down so that you have you know 90 plus percent of your appointments showing up, you can actually implement systems and, and strategies to, to boost that. And one of the ways is to pay them a performance bonus to make sure that that person shows up. So you've got them setting the appointment, making sure that they show up, paying them an incentive to make sure that they show up. And you said if if you've got more than 30, which amounts to like 1.3 or 1.4 leads per working day, it should be a dedicated person. Yeah, that person will pay for themselves in a matter of months. You get the right person, it, it is phenomenal. That is worth their weight in gold. It, you are missing money. You are leaving money on the table. You're flushing it down the toilet. You're marketing dollars because you're not following up with these people. You're not getting them on the phone within five minutes. You're following up with them when it's convenient for you uh, a day or two or a week later. Chris, you would be shocked at some of the law firms we secret shop. We wait several days to two weeks to get a return phone call. Do you really, really think if I have money that I'm going to sit around waiting for you to call me back at your convenience? The answer is no. There's this little thing called Google that will allow me to find, you know, 10,000 other attorneys who can do exactly what you do. Yeah, no, they, I, I, wish, I wish I could swear that my law firm was way better than that. And I think we were better than two weeks, but there's certainly room for improvement. And, and, and from what I'm hearing, you're, what you're saying is that this intake person is completely self-funding because without them, that money that you would have, could be spending on them is just simply going to leads that, that are being wasted. That's correct. Yeah, that's exactly correct. You, you, and unless, if you don't fix your follow-up, you will absolutely waste your marketing dollars. Uh, I have seen this. In fact, one of the fastest, it, look, there are attorneys listening to this, I'm sure, that are, that are in a cash flow crunch right now, that they are struggling. Something's going wrong in their business. Here is my mantra, and I've worked with over 10,000 attorneys, and I have made literally thousands and thousands of attorneys go from a good six-figure practice to running a multi-million dollar business. Not a practice, but a business. Mm -hmm. Also known as a law firm. Yes. Fix your follow-up and you'll fix your cash flow. If you, if you are hurting for cash right now, the number one tip that I could give you is call every single person that contacted your law firm and didn't hire you in the last 90 days. Call every single one, get them on the phone and talk to them and get an update. Now, if they say, hey, I've already got another attorney and a percentage of them will, but some of them just haven't gotten around to it yet. And perseverance will pull you through. If you're having cash flow problems, fix your follow-up and you'll fix your cash flow. It's the fastest way to get money in the bank right now. And it's funny because that's, it's not the first thing people run to, right? They, they, they try to get more, they go and they'll say, well, we need more leads. We need that phone to ring more. Um, which of course, probably in these firms causes return calls to g- take longer. Yeah. I was talking with an attorney down in Florida, uh, several weeks ago and he said, uh, um, they get around 500 leads a month. And I said, man, that's a lot of leads. I said, how many of those turn into paying clients? And he sheepishly told me, he said, well, last month we signed up 15. I said, 15? I said, out of 500? I said, are you kidding me? I said, a 10% conversion rate would give you 50. Uh, A 5% would give you 25. You know, you're looking at about a 2 to 3% conversion rate. I said, that's horrible. I said, what are you going to do to fix that? He said, well, the good news is I just spent or I just signed up a contract. 
for another $20,000 a month to get more leads. Yeah, that, that's, that's where the thinking goes. So, so definitely making, making sure we understand uh, that, that the much more powerful solution is improving the conversion rate through those five uh, points or those five stages as you, as you describe them of, uh, of the uh, lead conversion. Yep, absolutely. Can you give us an example about how tracking everything? Uh, you, you've, you've said in, the, in this call, and I've, I've seen you say it before, that you believe in the power of data and, and tracking everything. Can you just talk a little bit uh, about why that's so important and how that's helped your clients? Yeah, we were working with a client who, uh, uh, they're a consumer law firm, and they set appointments like most other consumer law firms. And I said, do you do them over the phone or in person? They said, well, it's just really up to the person, whatever they prefer. And I said, okay, so let's track this. I said, let's, let's set up an experiment in four 90 days. Let's track it and let's see what your conversion rate is. And let's, let's differentiate your conversion rate for in-person appointments versus phone appointments. And they said, well, why would that matter? And I said, look, I've been doing this a long time. Trust me on this. So we went through and, and in this particular, in, in this particular month that I'm referring to, they had uh, just over 90 leads. And out of that, uh, 85% of them showed up to the appointment, which is pretty good. And uh, out of that, they, they converted 24% of them in-person appointments, 24% signed up, which is not great. They, mm-hmm. they should be somewhere between 38 and 42% based on the benchmarks that we've developed. But mm-hmm. So they could stand some improvement at the initial consultation. They, they're not strong closers. Then we looked at their phone appointments. Now that particular month, only 15% of the people set up phone appointments. And 89% of them showed up to the appointment. So they actually got a higher conversion rate of the show-ups than they did the in-person appointments. However, Get this, Chris. You know how many signed up at the initial consultation and how many signed up afterwards? Zero. Not a single one signed up. Now, I'm not saying that phone appointments never, ever work for every single law firm. That's not what I'm saying. What I am saying is for that particular law firm, phone appointments don't work. All we had to do is say no more phone appointments set only in-person appointments, and they increase their revenues by 15% in the very next month. Yeah. Let me give and, you another example. And we were working the costs. With, yeah, that's exactly right. Yes. Uh, let me give you another example. Uh, we were working with a DUI firm, and in this DUI firm, uh, they have uh, four different associates who uh, do initial consultations, right? And they said, uh, so who's going to do the consultations and, and what's their conversion rate? So the associate number one, uh, they, hire, they have about 20% conversion rate at the initial consultation, but nobody hires them later. If they don't get them at the initial consultation, they're not, gonna, they're not signing up under associate number one. Associate number two is very similar to that. Uh, and you think, well, DUI, I mean, that's somebody who needs an attorney right now, yeah. and if they don't get them, um, then, uh, then they're not going to get them later, right? That would be the thinking. Until you look at associate number three, Tom, he has 40% of people hire him at the initial consultation and another 40% hire him after the initial consultation. His conversion rate is 80%. The other two guys are at 20%. Holy cow. Yeah. Data rules. You've got to be able to track and measure this stuff. And if they didn't have our system in place, they would have never been able to track this kind of data. That, that's astounding. And uh, so, yeah, data, data definitely opens, opens your eyes. And uh, as you pointed out, I think in these examples, it helps you to do more of the things that work in the one case, the in-person meetings um, or associate number three, 
and stop doing the things that don't work. Maybe associates one and two need to be you know, grinders that crank out the work, but not doing intakes. That's exactly um, right. And that's exactly what we told them. And you know what happened? We said, stop giving any consultations to associates number one and number two. Give all of their consultations to a number, associate number three. And they earned an extra $60,000 a month wow, by yeah. doing that with no more leads. They didn't spend an extra dime on any marketing or business development. The only thing they did was reconfigure who was actually doing the initial consultations. And they earned an extra $60,000 a month. Based on some data that was, at the end of the day, not that hard to track. Well, if it wasn't that hard to track, uh, then they would have done it a long time ago, right? Nothing is obvious to the uninformed. Right, yeah, and by hard, I mean like the actual process of doing it isn't, isn't rocket science. It's, it's right. not rocket science, but it, it actually took people, software, and systems to be able to nail exactly. this thing down and do it consistently. And every law firm is different, right? I mean, we came across one law firm where the managing partner was converting 49% of the, at the initial consultations, which is pretty decent. Not phenomenal, but decent. I'd give, I'd give them a B rating. Um, I like to see about a 70% or more uh, conversion at the initial consultation, depending on the, the practice area. But... Uh, since he was so busy, he had a lot of his associates do the initial consultations. One of the associates was closing at a whopping 10%. The other one was at 7%. Oh, my goodness. Holy that's cow. Yeah, that's incredible. <laughs> but he didn't know. He'd been doing that for years, and he All didn't right. know. So I mean, this is fascinating. I feel like we've just started to scratch the very edge of the tip of the iceberg, but we're already at the bottom of our half hour. So as we get there, let me let me just ask you if you can, are there a, a couple of things that you'd recommend as great tips to help people get started um, and, uh, and any resources that you could recommend um, for, for, for them to look at? And it's absolutely okay to plug your own uh, at this point as well. But how can people get started adopting some of these ideas and methodologies? Yeah, so number one, track everything. Make a commitment that you track everything. And tracking can start with even something as simple as an Excel spreadsheet. Uh, and number two is find someone to secret shop your law firm to see how good or how bad you are. I mentioned earlier on in the program that we've secret shopped over a thousand different law firms. We score every single call on a 10 point scale. And we say, this is exactly the 10 point criteria that you need to be able to convert uh, these calls into appointments at the most effective rate and to get them to show up. Um, and one of the things uh, that I would like to do, uh, extend to your listeners, is I would like to offer to Secret Shop their law firm. So if you're interested in having us do this, we give you a report card at the end of it. We call your law firm. We, uh, we present ourselves as a potential client based on your practice area. And uh, then we give you a report card and we say, this is exactly what they did right. This is what they did wrong. Here's what they need to do to fix it. And here's what the best practices are. If you'd like us to do that, uh, go to this website. It's bit.ly. So it's a bit.ly. So bit.ly forward slash shop my intake shop my intake. And it is case sensitive, so it has to be all lowercase, but bit.ly forward slash shop my intake, S-H-O-P-M-Y-I-N-T-A-K-E. Uh, and uh, sign the, fill out the form there, 
and we will contact you and we'll set up a time to secret shop your law firm and then give you a report and a, and a scorecard so that you can actually compare your law firm to the best practices in the business. So like I said earlier, there is nobody out here who's talking about this stuff, much less actually has a systematic approach an entire comprehensive system to help you fix your follow-up, improve your intake, and increase your lead conversion rate. That, that sounds like a great offer, and I really hope people uh, take you up on it. So that wraps up uh, this edition of the Unbillable Hour. We've been talking with Stephen Fairley about how to fix your follow-up, improve your intake, and increase your lead conversion. Um, Stephen just gave us uh, all the URL um, to, to follow. That was bit.ly slash say it again. Shop my intake slash shop my intake. You can also uh, find Stephen at www.therainmakerinstitute.com and on Twitter at Stephen Fairley. This is Christopher Anderson, and I look forward to seeing you all next month with our guest Eric Broll of the Broll Law Group. Um, he'll be talking to us about how to recruit, hire, and manage your A team. Stephen, thank you so very much uh, for joining us this week. It's been a, oh, this month has been a fantastic uh, program. I wish we had two more hours to talk. Well, thank you so much, Chris. I appreciate it. My, our pleasure. So remember, everybody, you can subscribe to all the editions of this podcast at LegalTalkNetwork.com or on iTunes. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you again soon. The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of nor are they endorsed by Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to the Unbillable Hour, the Law Practice Advisory Podcast. Join us again for the next edition, right here with Legal Talk Network. Learn by doing with Practicing Law Institute's award-winning on-demand interactive programs. Developed by experts in learning design, these immersive programs incorporate the latest in research-based instructional design and technology, allowing you to try out concepts, challenge yourself, and grow your skills using real-world scenarios. With programs focusing on professional development, client-facing skills, and law practice management, you can earn CLE while you learn. Launch now at pli.edu slash interactive or download PLI's mobile app.